Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, welcome back, all of our baby boomer buddies, to Another Day Above Ground. This is the podcast made just for you and everybody who is, you know, basically our age. And by basically, I mean, it can go anywhere, because Carolyn, I think, is, how old are you this week, 36? I'm still at least 49. Still at least 49, okay. And and uh, the rest of us are, are, are much older than that. But uh, first of all, let me introduce my partners on this show. I mentioned Carolyn. It's Carolyn Strauss from the Mile High City of Denver, Colorado. Well, hey everybody. So we're between snowstorms here in Denver and and trying to get to the gym every day because it's January. And now now the hardest part of the gym is um, fighting the traffic in the parking lot. <laughs> January at the gym is just something else. People that drive three blocks to the gym so that they can walk on a treadmill. It's better than that. It's the people who need to park in the first spot, spot closest to the door. Because if they have to park further, it's just too far to, far to walk. It's just not wow. fun. Yeah. Well, fortunately, Tim and I don't have that problem. By Tim, I mean, of course, the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Hey, chaos has erupted in Brazil as protesters violently protesting the election. In fact, there is so much mayhem that some observers thought that they won the World Cup. <laughs> I, I, I thought at first you were going for a Brazilian wax joke. But anyhow, this I just saw on the news. China, China, those fine folks overseas said you no longer have to quarantine if you're a foreign visitor or if you're a returning citizen. And, and so that means that, you know, hey, you know, if you got it, that's okay because we all do too, you know. <laughs> Everybody in the country's got it. And if you don't have it, what better place to catch it than at the origin, huh? You can tell folks you got it where it was born. I can't believe that. You don't have to quarantine in China, who has the highest still rate of, of COVID. They only have the highest rate because they've been in lockdown for two years and 11 months or something. I mean, it's it's kind of amazing. And now they're they're open. So um, I think we should go do a field trip to China and do one of these shows from there. What do you think, guys? Yeah, that's on top of my list. <laughs> Which list would that be, Dale? And it's, it's my list of crap I ain't ever, ever going to do. So. Yeah, let's, and, let's go shopping at a wet market, shall we? <laughs> I was at a Hong Kong wet market. And really, there's like blood all over the floor and stuff. And I, I'm walking through this, leaving footprints like O.J. Simpson or something. It was the freakiest <laughs> thing ever. What's really good is this is a podcast for baby boomers. They would actually get that reference. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Anyhow, one of the things that people talk about at the beginning of any year, as Carolyn mentioned, is, is working out and getting, uh, getting physically fit for the new year. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, we figured that as Carolyn being the only member of our trio who actually goes to a gym, we would task her with the, uh, with the challenge of finding a, a physical fitness expert for, this day, for today's show. And Carolyn, who, who did you find? 
Well, it was very easy to find my friend Rochelle Rice. She's First of all, she's amazing. I've known Rochelle for more than 30 years. When I remember you guys, I talked about going to New York recently. Well, Rochelle's apartment is where I stayed. And when I did the two-story walk-up to get to her apartment carrying a 50-pound suitcase, I don't know how she does that when she travels to speak, but I got up there and I walked in and her apartment that she has been in for more than 30 years in New York is the same studio that she and I worked in slash played in 30 years ago. So this, everybody, is my friend Rochelle Rice. Hi, hon. Uh, Carolyn, thanks so much for having me. Well, welcome to the show, Rochelle. First, I have to ask you, you're from, you're from New York, is that correct? Well, 37 years. Is that close enough? Oh, yeah. No, I was just, the only other Rochelle was that city in New York. I thought of maybe you were named after that. Well, no, that's the no. new Rochelle. That's, yeah, this is the older Rochelle. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'll take the new Rochelle, please. Okay. I'll take the new Rochelle for $10, please. Because some people, they're named for, like, where they were born or where they were conceived. I know that's that's the way it is with my daughter, Chevrolet. And <laughs> Yeah, I feel sorry for Idaho. <laughs> Anyhow, Rochelle, you are a fitness expert. Uh, tell me what we, uh, as baby boomers, what we need to do. Where do we need to start? Well, I think the most important thing is don't panic. Just don't panic when it comes to your health and wellness. Uh, as Carolyn said, people are going to the gym like crazy right now, and that will last maybe one more week. Before the end of January, that'll drop probably 50%. I heard that by April, 80% of all gym memberships go unused as of April till <laughs> the end of the year. So imagine selling a product that you have 100% of the people going in January and then only 20% of the people going in April, but you're still collecting their fee every month. It's a great business model, guys. Somebody, it's a somebody yeah, but you still get... Somebody on ahead, I, I, I saw on Facebook, somebody suggested that what they're going to do is they're going to open a, a business and it's going to be a gym that uh, is only open for January and then February <laughs> they close. And then that way you don't have to feel guilty because you can say, well, yeah, I've, I've joined a gym, but they closed. And, and that's the way it is with Halloween stores. They're only open for a month. True, you could be a Halloween stores. store in October and a gym in January. We just got to <laughs> fill up the other 10 months, and there you go. That's a working business model. Yeah, unfortunately, you might have one person on the treadmill and say, hey, can you, can you hurry it up, bub? We got to bring in the Christmas trees. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Not panicking. We're not going to do that. Not panic. And, and I think... The most important thing is to start to pay attention to your posture. In order to boom in your body, you really have to pay attention to the posture. People are so caught up and worried about their weight, but it's when the body starts to start hunching over like, a, like an old man or an old lady, that's when you have to worry about things. You have to really pay attention to the posture. So even though you might be older, even though you may not be as fit and trim as you used to be, if your posture is strong and powerful, you'll be strong and powerful. Did you see Dale just sucking his gut right there for a second when you said that? <laughs> I did see him. I see, saw everyone sit up straighter. <laughs> no, I hunched phrase? over. I'm defiant. <laughs> what was that phrase you used? Booming your body? Booming in your body. Booming in your body. Yeah, you want to be booming in your body. It's, it's okay that the body continues to change as we age. It's okay. You can still be booming in it.
Yeah, exactly. That really has absolutely nothing to do with exercise, but I like the concept <laughs> of booming in my body. What type of exercise should we do? I think the most important thing is to look at strength training, right? Because we continue to lose muscle as we age, and you want to do the strength training to make sure you maintain the muscle, which is burning the calories, which is helping you stand strong, as I said, with the posture. You can do the cardio for physical fitness, but I think the strength training and then the flexibility, because as we age, things start to contract a little bit, I hate to say, and you want to be able to let things move and open a little bit more. That keeps you free from injury, keeps you flexible in a rapidly changing world. I have a I have a three-year-old granddaughter, and we have a growth chart for her. I'm going to make one for grown-ups where it goes down the other way. <laughs> exactly. How much did Grandpa shrink this month? <laughs> when you guys meet in the middle, you've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you want to keep stretching, stretching, stretching. I, I do have to um, also share something, that Rochelle is the only person in the world I've ever actually worked for. True. Wow. True she story. paid me on a W, whatever that <laughs> two it is, I think. She paid me on a W something form that year, that one year. Wow. What, what, did she, what did she have her doing? Was she She was a fitness trainer. As you know, she was a fitness trainer in my, in my business. She was outstanding, and she was an excellent teacher, excellent with, with clients and personality. And it was funny that, that uh, she was the first person. I was the first person she had worked for, and it was very – it was a – an experience to hand her a W-2. Let's put it that way. So that <laughs> <laughs> like, what do I do with this? I don't understand. But anyway, Rochelle had a business called, I love the name of her business. Her business was called In Fitness and In Health. And it was an exercise studio for plus size women back in the 80s and early 90s. You had it for longer than that, though, I think, right? Yes, I had a successful business in plus size for 20 years, and that, yeah. that to me was really very market-specific about helping women that are fuller-bodied to, to move through space with grace and ease. And for those of you who don't know Rochelle, she is not fuller-bodied. She is one of the slimmest, fittest, most beautiful women I know. I mean, she's got this, she's got that ideal fit body, right? But she really wanted to work with plus size women. And we met, I believe that we met in the eighties when I was commentating fashion shows and we started talking and we only lived 20 blocks apart. And, and I was an, I was a certified aerobics. I was an ACE and AFA certified aerobics instructor. She told me about her business and I said, well, can I come teach classes for you? And she said, yeah. So I started teaching classes, a couple, two or three classes a week. Hmm. Do you remember that church that you, that we did? Um, yes, we did. In? Yes. Like yep. the second floor of a church. And no, Dale, lightning never hit it while I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn goes to any church. She's trying to cover all her bases. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I, I like that term plus size. When I was a kid, I was a little fat kid. My choices in jeans were slim, regular, or husky. Husky, I yes. I wore husky pants my entire youth, which is a terrible name to, for fat boys pants you know and uh but plus size sounds much better i would have i would have preferred that my Absolutely. uh my, my my uncle was a chinese taxidermist and he gave me a different kind of husky pants <laughs> <laughs> that's a dog of a joke do you get that yes yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why no, it's he okay. had to be Chinese, though. <laughs> <laughs> Waste not, want not. 
that one i'm sorry i'm back on okay we got it <laughs> okay so, i think it's i think it's interesting that you guys were doing plus size uh uh it's called body positive now isn't it we're, we're plus side aerobics and plus side fashion it's uh the millennials think they invented that that that, that you know uh, well, I'll tell you, I was fortunate to work with Carolyn at a time when Plus was had not really become mainstream. And I mean that in a really powerful way, that the clothing was difficult to find, exercise was difficult to find, all these things. So Carolyn, Carolyn, I'll say, and me were at the forefront of really defining this industry. And fortunately today, we can look at it that it is more mainstream. Mainstream body positive, body neutrality is actually a, a much newer term, which is a very interesting one, because sometimes people think body positivity is just like over the top, like oh, I just got to fake it till I make it, which works for some people maybe, but body neutrality is kind of like I can be with it, I'm with my body, I'm not fighting with it, I'm not in love with it yet, but I can kind of be with it. So, but I would give a lot of credit to Carolyn and her successful business and the clothing line on QVC because she was making women feel beautiful long before many, many manufacturers got on board with the Plus line. It was it was a great time. I mean, really, I was one of the first real plus-size models. If yeah. you guys remember a model named Emmy, she was like the first superstar, and Christine Alt, who was Carol Alt's sister, and we all worked together. Mm -hmm. We all modeled together back in the 80s, and and but one of the things I had to do was maintain my exact body measurements. I had to be 43, 34, 45, for 20 years. I mean, those were my measurements for 20 years straight. The only way to maintain those measurements is to work out every day and eat really healthy because for my body, I mean, I'm, you know, removing weight is almost impossible, but maintaining is actually the harder part. I actually think that's just because you're cheap and you didn't want to have new photos printed. Oh. <laughs> and I'm still using my pictures from the 80s, Tim. What can I say? I it's easier than photoshopping what I have now. <laughs> photoshopping out the wrinkles. Now, one of the things I saw in your information, Rochelle, was uh, talking about, for, especially for baby boomers, about the fear of falling. Because I got to tell you, I, you know, I, I, I've fallen a couple times and fortunately haven't broken anything yet, but I can see it coming. And how can we, uh, how can we deal with this? This is a reality that I think boomers really have to look like and look at in order to stay strong in their bodies. And I will say that you have to practice balance exercises. Now I'm still dancing, which which helps me stay on my toes, helps me stay on my legs, helps me keep the balance. But for those of you who aren't taking dance classes, you really need to practice some of balance exercises, standing on one leg, uh, standing in a almost like in a tightrope walk and practicing that. It is something that happens. But then what happens is when people start to fall, boomers especially, they feel like they're failing, right? Then everything seems like, oh, I'm old, I'm this. So it goes in this whole cycle, downward cycle. You have to really work your balance so that you can stay on top of yourself, on top of your legs and feel confident. And like I said, boom in your body and not worry about falling and therefore not failing. Failing meaning you're still willing to take risks in life. You're not worried about... I'm old, I'm this, I'm that. No, no, no. You're still out there playing strong in the game. 
taking so risks. You, so you mean you mean an actual tightrope uh, suspended between buildings? <laughs> Well, in New York City, we got a lot of that, but no, we're not going to do that. Just standing with your right foot in front of your left as if you were on a tightrope and just trying to hold that balance for a bit and see if you get this. just a simple, simple, basic exercise to start with. And those of you that have young children or grandchildren, would lo- they would love to join you on this one. Well, the, the, the policeman loved it when I did it for him. Did they make you do the alphabet backwards? That's always been my trick. I can recite the alphabet backwards. And so I always thought if I ever got pulled over, I know it so well that I could say, hey, I can recite the alphabet backwards. Can you? And if they couldn't, I'd tell them to send themselves to jail and I was off. I was fine. Well, you can't just you can't just make that claim. (laughs) I can't. No, you got yeah. Every right. listener out there, all 24 of them are saying, prove it. <laughs> yes, go on. Say the, yes, say, good oh. idea. Say the alphabet backwards for us to the Z. tune of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I can't do it to a tune of anything. <laughs> yeah, do the tune backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Maybe While standing year. on a tightrope. While standing on a tightrope. <laughs> that I can do. Because, you know, in yoga, you do pre-tree pose. And yes. my challenge when I'm in, in yoga, and notice I'm, I'm skipping this, Tim. Um, when I'm in yoga... <laughs> I, I can do it actually. Um, but when I'm in yoga no, and I do can't. tree pose, <laughs> Z Y X W V U T S R Q P O N M L K J I F K J I G Oh shoot K J I H T F E D C B A. Wow. Uh, okay. How do uh, we know you didn't have cue cards? I did. Because <laughs> she cursed in the middle. <laughs> I, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how you know. Oh no! Tim's gonna have to like find that. And cut it out. I, I oh no! I, I, whole I was ready. I, I was only... ready with the pen. I knew it was probably gonna happen. <laughs> do you know why cops do that? Somebody pointed out to me. It's because nine times out of ten, the response that you'll they'll, they'll get when they ask that is, I can't do that sober. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but in tree pose, it's when you're standing on one leg and you mm-hmm. have another foot. Like I do hot yoga, so it's up in my other hip crease, and I'll hold it there, and my balance challenge is to close my eyes. Mm. That's really hard. So you're standing on one foot, and then you close your eyes so you don't have the leveling of the optical nerve. It is something, you guys. Balance mm. is really important. Where's the other I foot? I drink, and I get the same dizzy feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and I can do it sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> one foot's on the ground. One foot is in my hip crease, Tim. <laughs> to answer your question, yes. There was a, there, there was a, going way off topic here, there was a cartoon done by a Mike Judge called The Good Family. Only ran a, like one season on ABC. And uh, it, it's, it's like a, a hippie family. And he decides he's going to help the community, so he's going to teach a class of juvenile delinquents. And uh, his, his, his wife goes, well, you know, you have to show your alpha authority. So do something, you know, do so, show, show something, you know, very skilled and talented. So he goes in there in front of the class, takes one leg, puts it up behind his head. <laughs> and, the, and the whole class just goes... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a skill to that. So, Rochelle, you said something wonderful before. You said, don't worry about your weight. Really? It's, <laughs> take that off my plate. Well, let me say is 
don't don't panic, right? Don't panic. They, they, yes, I still believe people can feel lighter, thinner, whatever, but don't make that your main focus at this point. Really focus on quality of life. And I know it gets overused all the time, but you really want to be strong, strong and flexible. And I say that just to be able to do the activities that you want to do. Maybe you're golfing, maybe you're playing tennis, maybe you're doing... I don't know, sometimes, maybe it's even trying to play with your grandchildren or, or you got a new puppy or something. You don't want to be all crippled up trying not and not able to engage with these activities of daily living that we should be enjoying at this point. So don't you worry don't about the weight and, so don't much. Don't try and balance yourself on top of a new puppy. That's not no. going to come up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but push-ups with your grandchild. You could actually lay down on the floor, put your grandchild across your chest and push her up and down and like that's like a 40 pound weight dale you have a built-in 40 pound weight that you can exercise i know i buckle my belt around it (laughs) (laughs) rochelle you're only saying you have to stay fit because you live in a two-story walk-up when i counted those 27 steps every time i came in and out of your apartment by the way i i met some of your neighbors i don't think you and i talked about this they're all skinny (laughs) <laughs> they have to be right going up and down those and the, you're only on the second floor that's a five-story building right. in new york city the littlest stairway ever seriously how do you do it with your luggage i don't know how you do that girl well wait the other day i will tell you this and i say this to all people who have a, who if you happen to live in a house with stairs or an apartment building that stairs are your mo- the best built-in exor- exercise thing you can have so, Carolyn, to your point, I came up the stairs the other day in the apartment, and I got in the house, and I was in the apartment. I was like, damn, I'm going to weigh these bags, and I weighed my bags. I, I had I had about 30, 40 pounds, and I was like, why? That was pretty good. Now, yesterday, we were here in the house going up and down, and I said to my partner, David, take the stairs two at a time, and I think we knocked him out completely, but he's, <laughs> he's, doing, he's, doing, he's recovering today, but I wanted him to do two at a time to get up there, and it was just great fun to watch him do that. With the luggage? With luggage? No, I was being nice yesterday. I was just like, <laughs> I'm talking about up and down the staircase. If you're, if okay. you have a staircase in your home on a daily basis, is a workout. Some people are just trudging up the stairs, pulling on, pulling themselves up on the railing, just going like, oh my glutes, my glutes, my buttocks, my buttocks, my glutes, my glutes, my buttocks, my buttocks, and you get so psyched. Yeah, well, that, see, that's me. I'm pulling myself up on the railing, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. But <laughs> I'm sliding down it, so it's a 50 <laughs> thing. So that's pretty cool. What uh, what else should uh, should baby boomers uh, make note of as far as physical fitness is concerned? So we got uh, we you know we're going to be careful with our balance and improve that so we don't fall. What's better, walking, running, indoor, outdoor, you know, bicycle? What 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 should we go for? Terrific. So I always talk about creating a buffet of movement. Uh, the buffet of movement needs you have to try different things, different times. See what feels right for your body. And so know- you eat the chips when you're on the bike, <laughs> and you eat the Doritos when you're on the on the stairmaster. Oh, it's Ben and Jerry's when you're outside. Yeah. <laughs> ben and uh, Jerry, my two favorite men. Yes, yes go on. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Besides Dale and Tim. Well, I think about when you're talking about, especially if you have, I'm going back to that analogy with kids and dogs, if you can get down on the floor and up, you're always moving. You just always want to be moving. So to your point, Dale, a buffet of movement, right, to be able to make sure you, you incorporate, don't do the same activity for 10 years. I mean, you can, but add something else in it. If you're a golfer, then try something different. Try tennis or something different. So you always want to be challenging the body to move differently. But the other thing I think that is super cool at this age is to really start paying attention to your muscles, bones, and internal. Organs like your liver, 
right? Your liver is super duper busy if you spend a night Especially out. Especially Dale's. Yes. <laughs> I have the liver of a 90-year-old, and he wants it back. Uh, but if people, th when I think about muscles, bones, and internal organs, we know that things are working, we're only aware of it, we're in pain. And I'm saying to people, especially boomers, pay attention now to what the functions are of these organs so that you can stay better connected and you can listen to what's happening in your body before all of a sudden you're ended up in critical care somewhere. So the liver is responsible obviously for alcohol and for medications, right? As we age, we might be taking more medications. So you really gotta be paying attention to, do you, are you feeling sluggish because maybe the liver has done a little too much work at the bar last night? Or can you give some space to let the medications be able to do their work? So I, I'm a huge fan of muscles, bones, and internal organs at this point in life. Because otherwise you walk into the doctor, you kind of hand yourself over to them like, here, fix me. Right? You need to be more empowered to understand your body, not wait till it's really, really hurting in order to be able to figure all things out. My favorite line from House always was, uh, you, you can't live without one. That's why they call it a liver. Oh, that one I got. That one I got. <laughs> well, how do you feel about the spleen? Because I don't even know where it is or what it does, but it's a funny word. The spleen is a funny word, and, and it... I would say that all of our organs are very, very important. And which ones to me, the ones you should pay the most attention to in the beginning would be the stomach organ because we're so busy taking Tums at this point sometimes in life. Like, oh, that didn't agree with me. Well, if it didn't agree with you, don't eat it anymore. Stop eating it. <laughs> this is not rocket science, right? Uh, the liver, how much the alcohol and how much of the liver is working. Your intestines, are you keeping a regular, is your system regularly expelling, right? These do you are, poop on a regular basis? Do you poop? Really. Thank we're, we're you. We're baby boomers. <laughs> we can put it in the easiest terms here. So, you do you know. poop on a regular basis? Your lungs, your lungs can hold up to six liters of air, right? It goes down a bit when we age, but are you taking in those full breaths or are you really just still breathing teeny weeny weeny little breaths? And so understanding we have 90,000 miles of 90,000 miles of a central nervous system. So if you say you're stressed at this point, it's like, holy smokes, you got to pay attention because you've got to learn to really calm that whole system down and understand it. So I think it's just like, it's so cool to just get lit up by all this stuff and just really, really understand it. We did, when was the last time we studied anatomy? Like in high school? Health class? You mean my own Back or somebody else's? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, anatomy. I think I think at this point to really learn and understand our anatomy is, is really exciting, uh, a, a super exciting thing to do. Well, it's easier to see it now because it's all just so wobbly. I can just look at it like I don't need a mirror anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's okay if things start to sag a little bit. That's fine. That's totally fine. Just keep keep moving and be healthy. Well, you know, and and an often overlooked problem, as long as we're on the topic of sagging, is is for men. <laughs> Is, is we have a body part that begins to sag too. And in the words of Billy Crystal in his last book, he said, when I sit on the toilet, I think I'm making tea. I mean, that's that's how much it sags. And, and that's a problem, you know, because you can wind up sitting on them and that'll hurt. I don't have a comment for that. <laughs> Sorry. I, no, I, they I, have I'm an award be, for that though. <laughs> just being nuts. They do? They have a sag award. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm catching. I'm getting it now. I got it. I'm catching on here. <laughs>
Well, so while you're talking, oh, sorry, while you were talking, ahead. I kind of took a second and tuned into my body and I asked what it needed and it just started laughing at me. Trying <laughs> 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 to listen to my body and all I'm hearing is laughter. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a great medicine for sure. But like I said, to your point, Carolyn, always tuning in and asking, what do I need? Do I need to sleep? Do I need to drink uh, more water? What do I need? Asking your body, what does it need? It's got to be that. And people think this is like, uh, they think it's like rocket science. I got to do this. I got to No, no, no. It's very simple, right? It's, it's really basic stuff. If we hit the basics, then you are right on track. Okay, now to, to sum up everything that we've talked about, what would be your, 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 your lump sum uh, piece of advice for baby boomers everywhere as far as staying fit is concerned? Have fun with your movement. Do activity that makes you happy. And that will be the cure-all for the way you feel booming in your body. What do I do about the other arm? <laughs> <laughs> It's like being with somebody else, yeah. Listen, no, that, that, there's great hormones that are released with that type of activity, so you'll be in good shape. <laughs> okay. Well, Rochelle Rice, thank you very much. If people wanted to find it, do you, do you contact people individually and talk to them? Or, or you know, what what's your, uh, what's your deal? Yes, I do private coaching at Rochelle at RochelleRice.com, but also doing speaking to women in leadership conferences or and helping people connect to their bodies so they can be more body-centered, a little more confident, and making powerful decisions. So it's Rochelle Rice, R-O-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-I-C-E.com. Correct. And that's where they can find you. Yes. Thank you very much. We really appreciate you being with us here on our uh, on our exercise episode for the new year. Thank you, Rochelle Rice. Thank you all. Well, guys, that pretty much brings us to the end of uh, this week's episode. And, uh, you know, what can I say? Uh, Carolyn's probably off to go work out. Is that true? It actually is true because I didn't get there this morning, so I'm going to go this evening. I Just so you guys know, I actually schedule it in my day around my meetings and stuff i actually schedule my workouts like it's an important meeting and it is and i go i'm gonna say i try to go every day but at least six days a week i'm doing some kind of workout wow yeah i don't even get out of bed six days a week <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jim, how many, uh, any final words uh, from you? about? Well, I'm going to keep my New Year's resolution about helping others by uh, staying out of the gym parking lot. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Oh, those, the 20% of us who will still be there in April really appreciate it. <laughs> I'm going to continue reaching for the stars and jumping to conclusions, and that's about all for my exercise. <laughs> But thank you all. We, uh, we invite you to And to, that's uh, it for another day above ground. For and Dale, course, so Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening. Like be a guest on the show? Let us know. Until that, we will see you next week. But right now, go out and enjoy today because it is another day above ground.